0: In the previous of the Meirel, we spoke about why Shema Bani Musa why a father is the most appropriate person to give direction and instruction. And in Yanni Musa also, firstly because he has the maturity and the experience, and secondly because he's the one responsible for teaching his son whatever he needs to be taught. And now as an extension of this, we explained why the Avos, the fathers of Klai Yisrael, therefore were responsible for teaching Klai Yisrael collectively. But there's another reason also why Dafka, a father, is meant to give Musa to his son. And we're going to see this third reason how that applies to Pirqa Avos as well. And uh, before we read it in the Maral, let me just explain the primary concept outside. And that is that Musa is different to Halakha. And that is, if I'm teaching halakha, I can teach it to an unknown audience. I can teach it to the public all the same way because the requirements of halakha are the same for everybody. Everybody's bequia to make brachas the same way, to keep shabbos the same way. And therefore, even if the students are anonymous, it doesn't really make a difference because halakha applies to all of us. Whereas when a person wants to teach Musa, One can't teach Musa effectively to an unknown audience because the idea of Musa is how to help a person develop and change, how to give him advice which is going to make him into a greater person or help work with him to overcome the medicine he has to work on. And if that's the case, if I don't know the person, then I can't give effective Musa. I might be able to teach concepts of Musa, not to teach Musa itself and therefore we find the great body Musa the altar of Kaum among others their skill was in their ability to understand completely the nature of each student his strengths and weaknesses his abilities and his potential because that way the Musa that they gave could be directed to the individual and then it was effective and therefore, if we're going to ask why a father is the one most appropri- appropriate to teach his son Musa, we see this his as well. And that is that a father knows his son the best. And if that's the case, he's able to give him tailor-made Musa. Given the Musa, given the direction, the instruction which is right, just for him. It's been, so to speak, crafted for to, in order to provide him with the ability the capabilities to grow and to change. So that's the third reason we need an have. To give Musa I have to read the Maral. he says, When it says, Moshe received the Torah from Sinai, it's not just for the reason we spoke about in the last year, which means that it was, education was set and it was meant to be something which was done with fears as opposed to by chance, there's more to it as well. And that is Kibbe Eila Makarim In all the levels we talk about later of recipients of the Torah, the Ha'inu Misaradi Yeshua of Yeshua each generation to the next one, He knew Yeshua Talmud the Moshe. Yeshua was unique in the fact that there was a Talmud of Moshe. And that's what made Yeshua different from the rest of Ta' Israel, Because the entire Ta' Israel learnt Torah from Moshe. So why was Yeshua Moshe's Talmud more? There's something unique about the relationship between Moshe and Yeshua, which made Moshe the Rebbe of Yeshua and made Yeshua the Talmud of Moshe. And that's the case, tamping the next generation down. A person can't learn from everybody. And then again, this is referring to Moshe something which a person needs to be taught individually and therefore it needs this person who's able to teach him. And therefore the Fika Kyesh called Tami Ravmi Yuchut. Each Talmud has to have the Ravmi Yukut. The person that he can learn from, the person who understands him and who he understands. And that makes a specific Kesha of a Talmud to Rav, which isn't the same as if a person just learns, listens to somebody share him or hears information from them. And that's an important point to elaborate on. Because it's something which is maybe not so well known in the world today. And that is that a person thinks that by listening to shurim of a, of a person, reading their svarim, hearing recordings, it makes you a Talmud. That's like we said in the previous year. You can get a lot of information and knowledge. And you can even develop a style of thinking in such a way. But the cash of a Talmud to is something more than that. The Kesha of Talmud to is something which comes from the connection between them. And if that's the okay, case, so it's not enough just to hear someone's teachings. The kesher only comes from a personal, so to speak, interaction between the Tamil and the Rav. And therefore, Moshe talked to Yisrael, but Moshe was the Rav of Yashur. It's not the same thing. And the same thing in the next generation. The Kena's Shay Tamil The we're talking about, the Ma'ila was that they were Tamilim of Yashur. Yashur Miuchad Yashur Abim So having the next generation down, we're talking about the levim. For example, let's talk about Shmuel HaNovi. It was a talmid of Eliyahu. It wasn't just he was the next generation. There was a specific kesher which he learned from Eliyahu. Same thing down the line. There's a special connection between recipient and giver that makes a special kesher. No that one person can't learn this kind of Torah from anybody. And that's why when a person finds the Rav who is able to learn from, like the Mishra says, I say the harav. because that makes for a special ability to learn from a person that he's able to learn from. And that for the Rav to teach, someone is able to teach. And if that's the third point of why that would be the person who's like a father, in the sense that he's able to give him a we find this us, if we find that a teacher is called a father we find the students are called Talmidim because the Keshe between a father and the son and a Talmid or teacher and a, a Talmid is very similar it's a it's a situation where the one has to understand the other one in order to know how to direct him in order to know how to advise him and if that's the case so now the Maharal is going to answer his question in a different way We ask the question: Why does it say Moshe received Torah from Sinai, and not Moshe received Torah from Hashem? And and that, the moral says. Then it would seem that would mean that only Moshe was able to be a student of Hashem. That's why Moshe received Torah from Hashem because that was the only time, the only opportunity, so to speak, for somebody to receive from Hashem. That's what the Mishnah would say. And that's not true. can give to everybody. can teach everyone. He's the Yisrael. that's every single person. And therefore we can't say that Mojar is the from Hashem exclusively, in the sense that no one else can receive Tara from Hashem. On the contrary, the We're all able to learn from Hashem, obviously Hashem understands every one of us, and Hashem can instruct every one of us, Hashem can guide each one of us. And if that's the case, you can't say in the context that we're saying later on that Moshe gave to Yeshua specifically, and Yeshua gave to his Canaan, who were his Tamirim specifically, that in, that in that sense Moshe gave to, uh, received from Hashem specifically. Because the way that Hashem gave the Torah through Sinai was something which was unique for Moshe. And that was. Because what the way that the Torah was given at Sinai was a specific way of learning Torah, and that style of learning Torah was most appropriate for Moshe, and so Moshe was received from Sinai more than anybody else. And if it just like there was a unique bond between Moshe and Yeshua. And that's what Rishon was able to receive from Moshe. There was a unique connection between Moshe and Sinai, and that's why Moshe was the one most suited to receive the Torah at Sinai. And if that's the case, as Malbivspar and Moshe Kibol Torah Piyakod Hashvaruchu, that explains why we can't the Torah from Hashem. He The Moshe Because that would indicate there would be something different about the way Hashem teaches Moshe to other people than the way Hashem teaches other people, just like in all the other stages. There was a difference between the way Moshe taught Yeshua to how he taught other people. There was a difference the way that Moshe received from Moshe than the way that other people received from Moshe. And to say the same thing about Hashem, that there was something different about the way Moshe could learn to from Hashem, as opposed to other people, is isn't true. (laughs) You can't express zahim Torah, but when there's a middle stage involved, Shehu, Sinai, and Moshe sees the Torah from Sinai, then it means Hashem giving the Torah in a certain way, the way he gave it at Sinai. And that was something which was unique to Moshe. There <speaking in> was something unique about Hashem, which was correct for Moshe, as an individual, but he said, Moshe saying a Torah from Sinai. <Hebrew> we don't satisfy saying, giving was unique to Moshe because Hashem gives Chokhmut to all people and therefore we ask Hashem to give us Torah too and and, light our eyes in the Torah means something specific for us what we work and we should understand and the way that our minds work or our way of uh, comprehending things that should light up our eyes in Torah which means it should i sure Hashem should present the Torah to us in a way that we can understand, that we can appreciate it. And therefore, It wasn't something unique about the way Hashem Hashem gave Moshe and then doesn't give other people. And therefore, all we can say is that through her Sinai which was the intermediary that was unique to Moshe. Now if you're going to ask ourselves the question what was unique about Sinai? What was the nature of the Qawarisa Torah of Sinai? So we know Khazal tell us Khazal tell us that of, even though there were greater, loftier, higher mountains in Sinai the most to Sinai was the one chosen to give the Torah on because of the fact that it wasn't there. Because of the fact that it wasn't the highest or the greatest and there's a certain level of nature of Kabbalah Torah which comes from another. Which means that the mount, that's the ability of something to be uh, recognized, its own limitation, and feel unworthy is a way that it becomes worthy to get the Torah. And so that was the Torah which was given at Sinai. And that's the Torah which is the most appropriate for Moshe Rabbeinu. Because Moshe Rabbeinu similarly, the Prophet tells us, as we know, was the honor of the father the most humble of men and therefore if there's a way to receive Torah which comes as the result of a person's humility so Sinai was the example that this Torah which can be received by an honor and therefore Moshe was the recipient of the Torah which could be received by an honor and that was something unique to Moshe. Hashem can give Torah in many ways to many from different people but uh, the way which was given through Sinai which means the Torah which was given in response to another, was a unique surah, a unique style of giving terror and that Moshe was Makabot Torah Misinah, because that was unique to Moshe. Moshe was the one most apt, was suited to receive that kind of a Torah. When it talks about receiving terror from Hashem altogether, so Moshe wasn't the only one who was able to see terror from Hashem. And if Moshe hadn't received the Torah, there would have been other people who could have received Torah too. Like the Gemara says, Ezra Sefer could have also been somebody who was on the level to have received the Torah if not for the fact that Moshe came first. I and mean, then that would have been the style of receiving the Torah which would have been appropriate for Ezra. And therefore we can't say that Moshe received Torah from Hashem in a way which nobody else can. But we can say that Moshe received Torah through Sinai in a way which no one else can. Because that way of receiving Torah was special by Moshe and not by anybody else. That's the first point that the Mara wants to make. Now, there's a deeper point here too. And that's this is the next paragraph. Even more of this. We can explain it better. And that is, It's not just the case of the Rav understanding the Talmud, and therefore being able to talk to him in a way which speaks directly to him. And the second point too, and that is that teaching Torah creates a connection between the Rav and the Talmud. It, it builds, it develops a bond between them. And that becomes an exclusive bond. And that's what is there's a concept of a Rav Muvak a Talmud Muvak. It's like a certain bond of, of special closeness between a Rav and a Talmud. We consider them connected together. <laughs> that's between every teacher and student. That's the tzur of learning Torah, built that connection. Even if it's not uh, specific to that person, but the nature of a rabb and a tam- is it makes that connection. <laughs> the story I always like to say of the was that when he was younger, he used to be a Rosh in Los Angeles instead of the story that one time he was giving a and an older man he didn't recognize came in and said, sat at the back and after she comes forth to introduce himself and he says to i say you have tell me something, how many students do you have? and Avsenecha answered at the time he said he has about a hundred students and this elderly man says to Avsenecha, he says he's now I'm retired now but when earlier in my younger years I also used to be an educator and when I used to teach I used to teach thousands of students so Sinfa asks him where did he used to teach so he said I used to be the professor of history in the University of Los Angeles and when I used to give lectures so my lecture hall was full of thousands of people listening so Sinfa says to him well if that's the case you must be an extremely busy man so he says, no, I'm not teaching anymore, I've retired. So absolutely, that's true. But nevertheless, you know, thousands of students. So I'm sure every day you've been invited to be a sun by one, or the bris of one student, or to be a condition at the wedding of another, or to be involved in a shiva brachas, or uh, giving advice to a family. It must be a very pretty person. So the man says, no. He says, when I gave my lectures, I, thought, I spoke to thousands of people when I left when I left the next lecture hall I never saw any of them again so Simcha says you see that's the difference between you and us he says you are teaching history but we're teaching Talmudin and we know that anybody who is teaching Torah as a rab or sheshev whatever it's going to be so it's taken for granted that there's going to be that connection to the students lives whether it's uh, being involved in Simchas, whether it's for advice, whether it's the so to speak, the shoulder to cry in when something goes wrong, because teaching Torah creates a It creates a connection, it creates a Tzir. And if that's for any case, like the Maraels of the teaching Torah, so, if there's a primary relationship between, so to speak, a teacher and a student, then that's going to create a much closer connection. And therefore the morale says, if it says Moish see Torah from Hashem, because I am Hashem, she is going to have a time to be the coffee say that there would be something of a unique relationship between Hashem and Moish Rabbeinu, because Hashem is and a teacher, Moish is the student, in a sense that, so to speak, um, excludes anybody else, that's not coffee clappy, Hashem. As we said before, anybody can enter, and anybody who does can develop a relationship with Hashem. Even though it says Hashem taught Moshe the Torah, but that means that's talking about a specific thing which Hashem wanted to teach Moshe or to tell Moshe to relate to Ta'a Yisrael. It's not talking about a general concept of Hashem, so to speak, describing himself as Moshe's teacher. And therefore, it does not come across as the ends of Tziruf Talmud It's not telling us that there was a overall, so to speak, relationship of of this of this connection, tziruf, this blending of the Tamil and the Rav. If it's talking about the whole Torah, the mercy from Hashem that we're saying is, and Moshe was considered then then a Tamil of Hashem, and again, like we said in the previous paragraph, which means exclusively to anybody else. And that would indicate that Moshe had this unusual tziruf, this unique level of connection to Hashem, which no one else can have. And it doesn't say that. Yes. That's why it says When it comes to Sinai, then there was a special connection between Moshe and Sinai. The Kabbalah Torah and Sinai, which is called Har and Moshe Nekrekam, Kenesha Harakim. Sinai is described as being the mountain of Hashem. Moshe is described as being the man of Hashem. And therefore, there was a certain level of connection between Moshe and Sinai, which is why the Torah, which was given at Sinai, was more, so to speak, focused, more connected to Moshe. What does that mean? What's the idea of Haradakim and Ha-Kim? and why is there a connection between a man and a mountain? How are we meant to understand this? The idea of the mountain of Hashem, we find it in Hilim as well. Who is going to climb the mountain of Hashem? And Dov doesn't talk about who is going to be able to take the steps to scale the peak of the mountain. It's talking about a spiritual point. And therefore, the way to climb the mountain of Hashem is a person's integrity, a person's purity of heart, a person's cleanliness of speech, then that's the person who climbed the levels of the mountain of Hashem. The idea of Sinai was also a higher which means the concept of Sinai was that the higher a person's level, so to speak, the higher they were able to climb Har Sinai and that's why when it comes to Boy he was able to scale Har Sinai to the top. When it came to Aaron, he was only able to climb a certain height of Har Sinai. When it came to Klaishul Yishol, that he stayed the foot of Har Sinai. The idea of higher is the Torah is given based on based on the amount the person climbs, it reaches levels in order to be deserving of that Torah. And here there's a special connection to Moshe, because since Moshe was the one who was called the Isharekim, a person who had so to speak overcome all those stages in their connection to Hashem, therefore they were able to connect to Sinai. And that is Sinai. The Torah is given to the one so to speak who's climbed the mountain, who's uh, Who's reached its summit, has reached the peak of the Harlechim. The Zara says, another nice point. The Zahra says that the word sinai is the same as the word Surah. Sulam is a ladder. And just like we saw in Yaquavinu's dream, the idea of a ladder is all the rungs which reach from this world up to Shemaim. So Sinai was that ladder. And therefore the person had to climb her sinai was a person that to climb all those so to speak rungs of Rukhnius until they reached Yerakim, until they reached Hashem. And therefore, there was a certain uniqueness about Moshe, that Moshe was the person who had climbed all those rungs. He's the only person in Tanakh to be called an Isha Yerakim, as an individual. And therefore, there was the connection from Moshe to Sinai, which means the not that just Sinai was the location where the Torah was given, but Sinai defines the process of connection which a person can have to the Torah, and that was unique to Moshe and the Mara elaborates in the small but i Sinai from Sinai at Sinai We're not just talking about the location the there was something unique about Sinai which is the way the I was given which was unique to Moshe we a uh, Moshe connects and to her Sinai like we said her Sinai is the ladder of rungs to human perfection that connects to Moshe because Moshe climbed all those rungs and therefore that became the source, that became the catalyst of why Moshe was given the Torah and that's why it says Moshe and therefore it says Moshe says, Moshe says not at Sinai, if we live with the at Sinai we not have taught us anything if the Imam am a m'kibba Torah b-sinai, the at is the place. It wouldn't have told us the fact that Harsina was the reason why Moshe got the Tara. Just like every Rab who teaches the Talmud, so we can call the Rab the reason why the Talmud got the Torah. And therefore the the reason Moshe got the Torah was because he climbed the heart. It's the Hare of Hashem, and Moshe was the Ishera who achieved that level and therefore it's is something which is next to Moshe So each later level too it, the, the Rebbe is the reason how the Talmud gets and it's this unique Kesha between them which so to speak makes the, connect, the link which the one can transfer the Torah to the other because it wasn't like any mountain, We have all kinds of mountains, and Har Sinai is, is one of the mountains. And therefore, again, it's much of the location. this a it's a camera, and therefore, uh, we're talking about the physical mountain of the location the Torah was given. We don't want it to sound like other mountains. Like we explained on, on the concept, we're talking about the higher Kim, the higher is the level of uh, it's achievement spiritually which a person scaled. It's not just talking about the mountain. And therefore, the miracle concludes. From Hashem's mouth, that the means through which Moshe connected to the Torah was the growth process of climbing the mountain of Hashem. That's something special about what Moshe connected to. That he was the one who connected to the, so to speak, the path outlaid or let's say the, the ladder to be climbed of Sinai and we made since that Moshe was miscarbited and he climbed that ladder and he connected to that so we made a, he was able to connect, receive the Torah from Hashem but we don't say that Moshe was connected to Hashem himself so to speak in that way to receive the Torah because that would, that would imply something unique to Moshe which no one else was capable of and that's not true and of course can teach Torah to everyone